Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another Curveball production, once again from the Northern Studios, where uh, Renee and I are enjoying date night. Yep, date night. We had ourselves a little brisket from the local one of the local restaurants. Again, we didn't eat it there. We took it home because date night. We, Careful. This is starting to sound explicit. As soon as you tell them we went on a walk. Yep, we went on a walk. And, then, <laughs> and we're recording a podcast. And then we said, you know what? Let's record a podcast. That's how we roll. That is exactly how we roll. So uh, yes, yeah, sitting here um, after a nice meal. However, not as nice as if we would have been at Applebee's. Very true, because Applebee's was all in the news this week and last weekend. And uh, date night at Applebee's would be pretty fun. And we would have been inspired, perhaps, by our Walker Hayes song. Hey, it'll be fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got to stay with the Oreo shake and some whipped cream on the top two. Who, said, who says this podcast isn't isn't uh, produced properly? Right. Yeah, that but, was off uh, my phone. I think you get the idea. But the, the crazy thing was, was last weekend we stumbled on a number of articles and news stories about the Applebee's date night subscription pass. And we were like, wait, what? What's this all about? Let's check it out. Because yeah, Applebee's is, I mean, it's not a restaurant that we go to often. I would, I used to take my kids there all the time. I don't think I've been in an Applebee's in over a year. And I had no idea they're 43, 44 years old. Right. So that's kind of crazy. And and so they come out with this this date night um, subscription, which is, uh, we're trying to poke holes into it. For basically what it is, is uh, for $200, you get one meal a week for 52 weeks. So we did the math. And at first we were like, okay, so we already admitted we don't go to Applebee's very often. And we had kind of been mocking them during commercials recently because we were like, that's so much food. You would explode. Right. Who can eat that much food at dinner? All you can eat everything. Unless that's just showing our age where right. now our portion sizes are smaller, depending on what it is. Apparently Correct. not tonight with the brisket. Yeah, the brisket. Yeah, the brisket. <laughs> that was a full plate. It was. But so we did the math and I'm like, shut the front door. I'm like, $200. 52 weeks of $30 worth yeah, of food. you got to spend $30. Um, no drink. I mean, it was right. non-alcoholic. It includes non-alcoholic drinks. But $30 worth of food a week for 52 weeks. And bonus, you don't have to dine in. You yeah. can go pick it up and take it out. So, I mean, technically, 
you didn't even have to have a date for your date night pass. Right, you we could were, just get a couple meals. First thing we were thinking about was, um, let's see, we got kids in college on a bit of a budget. That's what I said. I was like, okay, do the math. It's $3.86 a week. They get $30 worth of food, which is at least two to three meals, maybe four meals that they could put in their fridge. I mean, eat it hot yep. one night and then divide it up. And Applebee's has a pretty diverse menu, so they could have different types of meals for 52 weeks. I mean, they go through their dining dollars. This would be a great bargain for anybody with a college kid. We sent And we sent it to the college kids. And unfortunately, they did not uh, dial in in the or go online. Dial in. <laughs> yeah, whatevs. Uh, they did <laughs> not go online uh, in time to get the subscription because they had about a minute to do so. Well, here's the thing. We went to the website, looked at all the details again, tried to poke holes in it. And they did say limited subscriptions available. They went on sale at noon Eastern time, Monday, January 22nd, 2024. So don't think you're getting in on this deal now. Whenever you're listening to it, it's already expired. And within one minute, all the subscriptions were sold. And we don't know how many subscriptions that were. They I were. don't know that they will ever tell anybody, but does so it either. matter? It doesn't. And and that's so, so that was just one of the trends that was going out. And so we did a little bit more looking into this whole Applebee's craze and how it's uh, all of a sudden they're everywhere. Right. I cannot even tell you in my entire life, I have not said the word Applebee's as much as we have said it this week. And it has been an ongoing trend. I mean, obviously the Walker Hayes song, uh, Fancy Like, that came out and then him and his, his daughter said, hey, dad, we should do a dance to this that went viral on TikTok, which I know you haven't seen. But so many people were doing this fancy dance, whatever. And Applebee's was everywhere to the point that a Applebee's jumped in and said, hey, we'd like to sponsor this song. And they brought back the discontinued Oreo shake because right. they had people coming in wanting Oreo shakes and the Bourbon Street steak or whatever the lyrics in the song are. Those started selling more. And so Applebee's was like, yep, we're all over this. So we thought, what? They're pretty smart marketers, but how did they get so lucky? Well, you know what they say about luck? It's when preparedness meets opportunity. Well done. And those marketers knew what they were doing because what they did was they shifted their target market from 2019 to 2022 and they saw that there was starting to be a little bit of a trend in a younger demographic so they kind of doubled down on it doubled down on it double doubled down doubled down thank you yep. that was not rolling off the tongue very well and they're like their studies were showing that people were looking for fun for good value and a comfortable place to hang out and they were seeing growth in that 18 to uh, 24, in particular, 18 to 24-year-old market, as well as in households of $100,000 or more. So they decided to do a, a thing with the Top Gun Maverick movie that came out, and they were giving free tickets to the right. movie for anybody who spent $25. But then things got really weird. And and, and follow along with this uh, the best you can, because this is, a, this, this is going to um, come all full circle when we start talking about uh, some trends of the past. Right, and absolutely. How they and how they got to where they are. So and continue. Bear, well, and bear with me that I'm just dorking out on the marketing because I want to. I, I mean, like, sure, I'm a marketer, but I'm not on the Applebee's marketing team, and I want to dive into their analytics. I want to look at their case studies because this is just we are fascinating not to not me. in this podcast. No. So so <laughs> don't, don't, I could hear I could hear the people. Dial. <laughs> yeah, I could hear the dials going. What? Right. But so okay, so they did the 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 Top Gun Maverick thing. Then they realized that National Wing. Day 
felt on, fell on the same day as National Lipstick Day. Which we knew because we did the National Days podcast. Right. So we, we knew we this ahead of time. We did. Okay. I mean, go check, the, go listen to the podcast. It's all in there. Right. Right. So they partnered with Winky Lux, which I think is how you pronounce it, but I'm not like a beauty trend expert. And they came up with a saucy gloss promotion called Taste My Face. And they yep. came up with four lip gloss flavors that coordinated with wing flavors like buffalo flavor whatever and they did this social media campaign as well viral on tiktok with all these good looking people and their lips were all glossy and people were wanting to basically kiss to taste your face because then you could taste the wings it was this whole promotion that went viral and so all again, in a, and all in an attempt to go back and capture the younger market. Right. And I was going to say, now I was completely unaware of that promotion, which is a good thing because I'm 51. And right. honestly, if I saw a promotion for Taste My Face, I think I would be a little repulsed. Right. But I'm sure my kids probably saw it, right? And they were like, right. well, that's, that's the sure. coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they, they really went after the pop culture and value like two for $25 meals or $14.99 um, all you can eat shrimp or ribs and dollar so still go, but so still going with the um, get as much as you can for as little as you can but targeting it at a different group of people right and they're having fun with it they're also experimenting with a lot of AI stuff because they know that that's not going away and the younger audiences right. are embracing that you know technology and whatnot so um, to me, it was fascinating. We didn't, no one we know got an, if, if you, if you ended up with an Applebee's date night subscription, please write us because us I want to know more about it. Yes. Um, and I will be happy to be your date for. Why not? Give it a go. <laughs> right. Well, Sean and I will go and try it out for you. You can't possibly want to eat Applebee's 52 weeks a year. Not possibly. But uh, you never know. But I mean, we, we would have made our kids do it. <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. They would they would have had to go. But it, so so they took they took to all sorts of media and um, they got kind of lucky with a song. So that's kind of how their the Applebee's trend kicked off and it kept on going. But if you look at market share, like between Applebee's and say Chili's or Ruby Tuesdays, some of those other uh, restaurants are struggling. Yeah. Applebee's is not. Applebee's is not. They're, they're, they're still rolling. Um, but there are th a lot of crazy trends. Thing. I mean, TikTok, if you end up going viral on TikTok, it can be just life-changing for your brand. Well, that, yeah, the, the, the Stanley uh, Cup thing. Tumblers. The tumblers. Yep. I, again, I, they're never tumblers to me. To me, they're coffee. They're, what are they? they're coffee holders. What were the thermoses? <laughs> Oh, back They're, in the back day, Back in the yeah. day, they were just thermoses with the cup on the top, and you unscrewed it, and then you poured your coffee into it. That's what Stanley was back in the day. But now they're these fancy tumblers all because of TikTok. Well, and well, it, it give is, credit to TikTok, but also give credit to Stanley marketers. Yes. They don't get enough credit because they helped push this bandwagon idea along. I mean, Stanley's been in business since 1913, so what, this year they'll be... I'm an English major, but I'm going to go with 111 years old. And, you know, on average, they were about a $75 million a year company. And last year, $750 million. And for those of you who, like me, who are not on TikTok, um, the, they, the tumblers have just blown up. 
I mean, they're everywhere. They're on. They're on news now. They're people. And not are, just any Tumblr. It's. Yes. I mean, all the Stanleys get you know plenty of play, but the one that went viral is the forty ounce quencher. Okay. Right. So. If you think that, you know, hydration has been huge for a really long time, a couple of decades at least, it started with the granola, you know, Nalgene bottles for the hikers, and it was BPA-free, but then people are kind of, and then Camelback, right. but people are moving away from plastic, so then Hydroflask was a big thing, and people would put the big stickers all over the bottles as kind of a fashion piece or whatever, and then Yetis, I mean, will Eddie, Yetis ever go out of style? But, but they Yeti didn't, they couldn't didn't have imagined what was going to happen with Stanley. No. I no. mean, as popular as Yeti is, ooh, I'd love to see some comparison analysis on their drinkware. But <laughs> me, not, not today, folks. Not today. Anyway. Um, drinkware. <laughs> the, yeah. the drinkware is a huge category for all sorts of stuff. But anyway, so how did this happen with Stanley, Sean? Uh, I have absolutely no idea, but again, it's social media. It's they went ahead and um, the the celebrities started using them. It just became it, it it became everywhere. Well, it started too with a an online buy guide that featured these Stanley tumblers, and they noticed that whenever they put them up, they would sell out, and nurses and teachers were buying a lot of them. Well, then you started talking about well, how great this was because it was keeping their beverages cold or hot, you know, during their long right. shifts. And they lucked out because um, Adele was using drinking out of one in carpool karaoke. Uh, I think it was Carrie Underwood uh, was using one. And then they actually partnered with The Bachelorette. So she had one. So the marketers with Stanley started to see that, hey, we, we could get some traction here. And the feedback they were getting was, yeah, you know who else would really like these? Young girls and moms. But you know what? We want, we want to, this is a fashion statement. We want to coordinate our outfits. Right. We want them to have a little bit of bling. And Stanley actually listened. And so they took these, no disrespect to an original Stanley, but they took basically boring green metal cups or gray cups and brought these great fun colors and different, you know, embellishments yep. to them and what have you. And now, I mean, and you can't is, swing and, a dead cat without seeing a young woman with a Stanley. And this, and again, this is this is important because the, uh, the Stanley saw a market and then they started to mass produce and said, let's go ahead and, and feed this market and let's keep on uh, making sure that our Stanley tumblers are everywhere so that everybody sees them, so that they everybody wants them, and we'll just continue to to make these and get make them available. Well, and you can get them through Stanley's website, but they partnered with Target, right? right. They partnered uh, with Starbucks. Uh, that that whole thing was cuckoo a couple of weeks ago. Starbucks at Target released the sparkly pink Valentine's Day special limited edition color, and people were physically fighting over the dumb thing, waiting in line from four o'clock in the morning on, yep. um, stealing them. It it's nuts. And it's so so both so Stanley if you differentiate between Stanley and Applebee's and how they kind of went about their marketing, um, Applebee's took advantage of pretty much everything that was available. Stanley really did more was more on social media because you don't really see uh, commercials. 
for Stanley Tumblers they on didn't TV need to. or no. on or on the radio. Um, you would get they would they'd be obviously on your on your media on NBC, what uh, ABC. There'd be uh, those, the talk shows would have stuff on it. Well, especially once the demand became so high, right? Because right. everybody is like, "What's with the Stanley craze?" Now, I would argue that for a certain age group in particular, um, it might burn too fast because some people are so sick of hearing about the Stanley. Right. Um, so our company, we can source Stanleys and we can engrave them for companies. So if you want to give your employees or clients a really nice gift, you might want to, you know, order up some nice colored Stanleys and then have their names engraved on them or something right. like that. Right. So that's a hot or, ticket. Or a now less expensive Yeti. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, isn't that crazy? I mean, people were selling the Stanleys for like $200 a piece. My own daughter, um, who happens to work for Starbucks, but didn't have an in on the limited release ones, waited in line and got one. And right. she actually keeps a um, paper bag in her car to put upside down over her Stanley so that nobody breaks into her car to steal it. I mean, yeah. that's crazy. So... How then, um, and this came up in our walk when we are talking about this, how did trends, crazes, fads, how did these things happen back in the day when we didn't have the internet, when we didn't have social media, and well, we didn't have all those, the, 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 the vehicles to push these things forward? Well, in some ways, news media played a role. Uh, articles that were written in newspapers or, you know, news coverage on the television or, or however that would happen certainly had an impact. So um, we had talked earlier about Beanie Babies and how that became all the rage. Well, how did we know that that was the rage? Well, you might know people that were getting up early and waiting in line or they had some limited edition Beanie Baby, but you probably saw a television story about a line of people waiting to go into some gift yep. shop early in the morning to get a new release Beanie Baby. And, and um, when you were talking about Applebee's, I butted in and mentioned how we'd kind of bring this thing around to uh, what, uh, how crazes and how fads worked back in the day and what they did. Because they didn't have analytics. They didn't have AI. They didn't have, um, they didn't have social media. They didn't have all of these tools to take a look at the market and what it was going to do. They, they had very stripped down ROI. The, How much yes. did we spend on that campaign? Can we attribute it back to the sales? But then they, but then, the, and then they used the traditional marketing gimmicks. A lot of it was just based on supply and demand Sure. where they basically said, look, we are going to take it back to cabbage patch dolls came out in 1983 um, the way they, the whole craze started was they made Cabbage Patch dolls very secluded, very secluded, secluded. No, you mean limited. Very exclusive. Exclusive. Sorry. Got it. They made Cabbage Patch dolls. <laughs> well, they were kind of secluded in their they little were, boxes. They were very <laughs> exclusive. And so they, basically they just put out a few. And that's how then people started going, wow, though that's incredible. Look at these these now everybody had to have one. And then, perception becomes reality too, right. because not only did they have these dolls, but they had birth certificates for each doll. Right. So it was kind of humanizing these things and it made it, was it first, feel it was, like they, it had, they were adopted. You didn't buy a cabbage patch doll. Right. You, you adopted, adopted it. One. Which actually total and this is I should not interrupt with this, but I just saw this week some 
funny post on a Jimmy Fallon thing or something where a girl said, I know I'm not as stupid as my sister because when she was 15, she found a birth certificate for a Cabbage Patch Kid in my parents' file cabinet and came out hysterical wanting to know why our parents never told us about our baby brother <laughs> and or whatever. And I was dying laughing. And then somehow we started talking Cabbage Patch Kids. And I'm like, yeah, they're very true. They're, they're not real, in case you were wondering. They're, yes, they're, they're, if you find one of them. Um, but the... So so they went about their marketing the in the crazy the the fad of the cabbage patch dolls and baby babies came about kind of in the same way in that instead of um you know they didn't have the ability to push it out to everybody and then mass market them once the once the craze was there they actually created the whole thing first and then they said okay now we can start putting out these more dolls we can start putting out more beanie babies but they still made it very exclusive well like you said um which kept the craze going for a number of years well the idea of limited editions or retiring certain models are like with santa bears right yep. dayton's had a santa bear every year and i know um my best friend and her sisters every year i mean they had like a room full of these things but that was the thing every year they had to get the new santa bear for the year right and so whenever you can have a start and an end date and then that's it there are no more just like numbered yep. plates or artist right. prints and things like that right and and but you had mentioned that how um you know people are probably going to get rid of the the stanley the the stanley tumblers their their shelf life of being a fad is probably going to be very limited because it's out there everywhere people are going to get tired of it well unless they can continue to pivot pardon the expression, with the um, product and come up with new engaging ways to keep it relevant. Now, I will say this. If you go back to, you know, 1913 or like the durability of the Stanley, they have that going for them. Like other than the cutesy fashion colors, everybody yep. will agree. I mean, my goodness, one of the reasons they went extra viral in 2023 was a woman was in a car accident and her car burned. And she took a video of it because who doesn't do that right? right? when your car's on fire? And she actually reached in after her car burned, pulled out her Stanley tumbler and gave it a shake. And there was still ice in it after her, the whole car had been just annihilated, yeah. right? And Stanley, being smart marketers, oh, they hooked up with that woman right away. And they went and made a post and they made a big production about it. And they got news coverage because guess what they did? They bought her a car. Because trust me, they made so much money off of her video yes. going viral. I think, I think somebody had said like it has been viewed like I don't remember 90, 97 million times or something. Right. I mean, it was crazy. That, don't quote me on that. Don't fact check me. <laughs> but that, but again, that's so. It's just a matter of um, to your point. What can Stanley do moving forward to kind of keep? The, the thermos relevant with everybody because it's going to be passed up by something. Right, because something right now is there's going a sisterhood be, with it, right? And right. it's a fashion thing. But like but everything, it, even like, you know, the Kardashians' butts, eventually they're going to go out of style. <laughs> really? Wow. I don't know where you, I pulled that I, from. That was, well, you pulled it out. <laughs> and no, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but so so it is interesting, uh, for, at least to me, it was interesting about just how different, I mean, the the Cabbage Patch dolls and the Beanie Babies were every bit as much of a craze and a fad as um, Applebee's and the Stanley uh, Tumblers and anything else that's out there right now. And it's just, it's just a, to me, it's interesting how 
they went they go different ways as far as becoming a fad but i still think that um the way they did it back in the day they i mean the cabbage patch dolls were a thing for a number of years yeah as were beanie babies yeah um and that's because they didn't it was it while it was a fad and a craze they because it wasn't everywhere all at once um, they were able to keep it so it was still kind of cool. I for just a realized of years. why I never got involved in any of those. Never had a Cabbage Patch Kid. I may have been gifted a Beanie Baby or something, but right. definitely didn't collect them. And it's because I don't take care of my nice things. Oh. So if I could a stuffed animal, I would want to play with it. If I got a Cabbage Patch doll, I would want to play with it. I was never understanding of this idea of collecting. Like, right. oh, we're going to get this doll and we're going to keep it in a box and we're going to put it in a closet and someday that's going to be worth a lot. And I'm happy to see that most people that have Stanley tumblers, even the limited edition sparkly ones, they're using them. Because, I mean, honestly, not to get on a sustainability kick, but it's kind of important that we just don't continue to right have this consumer gluttony well right? yeah and I especially mean, just for the sake of having them right I mean, and especially because you don't want to go out and okay what's the newest stanley stanley thermos and go out and buy another one and then now you have three of them and because as we've just found out they're indestructible right so they're not going to go into the half-life of a stanley thermos is probably these things 5, are thousand be, years exactly i was going to say these things are going to be in landfills well hopefully not hopefully right. people will continue to use them hopefully fashion will still abide and we can have them matching fashions 30 40 500 years from now so uh go ahead go buy yourself a, a stanley th- a tumbler for some reason i can't say stanley tumbler i'm not sure why um and uh and go to applebee's yeah, I guess have yourselves a date night. Have yourselves, yourselves. yes, go and then um, and Applebee's if you're listening, um, will definitely be a uh, sponsor. Although we're not going to eat there no, more minute, than you'll like, be a sponsor for us. They would sponsor us. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's how good think, I am at this. Don't you think that I mean after this, there's going to be a huge surge in uh, dinners at Applebee's anyway? Are you kidding me? There's going to be at least five of you who are going to Applebee's. You're welcome. (laughs) This has been another Curveball production. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.